Hey guys, this is Brad from Dallas Geek, and I'm here today with British Pixie Cosplay. And we're here talking about her cosplay and her journey thus far in the cosplay community. So, how'd you get into cosplay? Um, I was a theater major for um, like backstage theater stuff, so I've been crafting and building sets and things like that for my major. And then it transitioned into making costumes just because for Halloween. And then it just kind of evolved. I would say this would count as a, a massive evolution. Uh. <laughs> Victor. This is Victor. He's my Venus flytrap from inspired by little shop of horrors as you theater background. Very nice. So, you know, I've been following you online for a while, and it does seem like you have a pretty massive variety of cosplays that you've had a chance to do. I mean, everything from your uh, nerdy boudoir to, like, I, I think probably the most complex I've seen was your night sister. I mean, that, that looks like it was uh, a massive thing to put together. Yeah, I have I have a variety. I like to, so I sew. So, like, night sister is complete fabric sewn from head to toe. Um, but then I have like armored pieces, so I have like working with plastics and Sintra. So there's a lot of different types. I've got ones like I've got aerial sail dress where it's literally a curtain yeah. that I just sewed like two stitches in sure. and was like, it's done. And then there's the ones where like Harley Quinn where it's every piece is like handmade. And then um, David, which is Palma Technologies, has all my leather work. Okay. So I am currently sitting at my table <laughs> sewing a Han Solo holster while nice. he hammers on leather next to me. So Very nice. he does all my leather work, which I don't do that one. So sure. It works. So. Sure, sure. So of all the different cosplays that you've done, what's been the most complicated to create? Um, probably Harley. Um, purely because with the Arkham Knight version, there is layer upon layer, like there's a shirt, there's a bodice over the shirt, there's a corset over the shirt, then there's the skirt, and there's three layers to the skirt. I made the petticoat to go underneath it. Oh, wow. I made it for um, the Master Cosplay Contest at Dallas Fan Expo. Yeah. So I wanted to do 99% of it. I think the only thing that wasn't handmade on that costume was the tights, which I bought because I can't screen print a pair of leggings. Okay. But head to toe, I had to change the shoes, I had to restud them, I had to dye the wigs, I had to do it all. So Harley is probably the most in-depth, but Steampunk Ariel was pretty in-depth too, because that was sure. complete original design. Okay. So, and her skirt comes off so that she has legs. Oh, wow. So like it like cuts off at the knee, if yeah. I, or I can have it long and mermaid tail-ish. Okay. But those are probably the hardest ones. We mentioned the Night Sister. Uh, it does seem uh, you have several Star Wars uh, cosplays, um, and of course, one of my favorites was actually the um, Krennic that you did for uh, was was it in time for Rogue One or no no oh, Kira 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 was, I was like how did you yeah it was uh, yes. Kira in time for Solo Solo so I... was it actually in time for the premiere or did you it uh, was in time almost. for me to go to the movie premiere and yeah. watch it but. 
That one, I forget because I don't have prints of that one yet. Yeah. I forget that one exists sometimes. <laughs> that one was probably just as complicated, if not more complicated than Harley. Yeah. Because I made the entire thing based off a trailer image. Sure. So yeah. the scene in the trailer where Kira is stepping off of the Falcon with that red cloak. Yeah. There is one picture of it. And I have stared at that image and put that together in time to just go sit there in the theater and wear it. Wow. But that's and it's a lot crazy. of like at that point we didn't know what like you saw black and you're like, are those pants? Is it a skirt? Yeah. There's like cutouts of her in skirts, but it didn't look like a skirt, and we figured out it was pants based on how she was walking. Yeah, that one was complicated in the like, I think I saw the trailer about 50 times, if not. So you didn't even wait for like the pre-premiere action figure uh, no. image to come out? So the any of her toys is actually done with the skirt, the leather skirt, which she wears in like one scene in the movie. Yeah. And she wears those pants the entire movie, but none of her figures or anything else have the pants. Wow, okay. So, no, it was one image. Just one. There was only one image with that epic cloak. Yeah. And I needed that epic cloak. And I probably made it more epic than it needs to be because I want to spin like a Disney princess. Sure. I mean, why not? If you're putting the effort in. <laughs> I added extra panels, like, yeah. because I wanted to be able to spin in circles. Very nice. Very nice. With as much variety in the cosplay as you've done, uh, you also have quite a bit of photographic work that has gone with each of your different cosplays and many different varieties of photographs. So, of course, the thing that we like to ask many of our cosplay guests is when it comes to photographers, what is your approach to it? Do you have a specific group of photographers that you continue to go back to? Uh, do you kind of work with you know, an ever-rotating group of, or how, how does that work for you? So a lot of my, I work with several of the same photographers. Uh, David is, well, I'm dating him, so yeah. he takes a lot of my photos because yeah. he does that on the side too. Um, but I have like photographers I've worked with in the past, photographers I see at conventions, but I love adding variety to my shoots. I don't want to consistently shoot the same style. So working with new photographers and things like that is always something I'm open to. A lot of people will message me on different pages and things like that and be like, hey, I'm in Houston, because that's where I'm at. And they're like, can you shoot? And then we'll go shoot. Like I, all my Lara Croft photos was with a photographer that I met for the first time. Yeah. Um, so all the ones I posted recently. That, and then he actually, we liked how his style was. So he actually was the same photographer I just shot my, my, my uh, Mary Jane with. Okay. So like, it's a matter of finding the style and knowing which, like some photographers I have, have a really dark, grungy style. Yeah. So shooting MJ with them doesn't work. <laughs> so it's a matter of placing what their style is and working yeah. and working with them too. Like, they have concepts in mind and I need to fit in with their concepts. So sure. go into someone who has that dark, scary theme and be like, will you shoot my glamour MJ please? Doesn't work. So it's a matter of working with the ones. Nice. Sorry, children in cute little costumes. Well, that's always ADD. well, that's always so much fun for these kind of small conventions. You get to see so much of that. There is a little poison ivy who I've seen about 20 times because she's very excited. Yeah. And she keeps coming back to my table and she's like, "You're me. I'm meeting you." That, and that's 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 amazing. Right. That's 
That, that's amazing. Which actually brings me to my next question, which is you've been to quite a few conventions, guests or just attending. What has been your favorite experience in cosplay at a convention? So I actually had this conversation on like a live feed the other day recently. Um, I have a blue Mandalorian okay. that is bright blue. Yeah. And it's got like white designs, and my theme was like hoth ice theme. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I made it when Frozen came out, and everyone always looks at me and goes, "You're the Elsa Mando," and I'm like, "No, no, I'm not." But I was walking through Dallas Fan Expo one day, and I just stepped off this elevator. And because my hair is so long, it doesn't fit in my helmet. And I like people to know I'm a female in the costume. So I had it braided yeah. and it was sitting half out my costume. And this little girl, Elsa, comes running over and she grabs her braid and was like, you, and I'm like, oh, she thinks I'm Elsa. So I grabbed my braid and someone like snapped a photo of it. And then it became like this thing where people edited it because I'm like pointing at her hair. Yeah. and. It, they like edited like a thermal detonator in there and stuff like that, which was really funny. And I was just like, oh, do you want to build a snowman thermal detonator? And That's amazing. So I had a lot of fun jokes with that, but she was so excited. Uh, it, it is so much fun to be able to see the younger generation that's getting into the whole uh, convention costume thing and how much fun they have with it. We are actually going to Disney on vacation in September. Nice. And okay, yeah. I'm gonna do the whole Disney bounding thing. But apparently at Universal Studios you can wear costumes. So when I get back on Monday, uh -huh. I have some Harry Potter costumes to finish so I can run around and be yes. my inner child. But all the kids dress up and yep. it's and it's in time for Halloween for Disney. Yeah. So there's a Halloween night where I'm going to see all these kids in costume and debate whether I'm going to be a grown-up child and dress up on my vacation. Oh, sure. It's probably totally going to happen. I do have to ask, uh, with the table that you have set up, um, how often do you get the opportunity to be guests at conventions versus just attending, uh, whether out of necessity or time restraints or whatever it depends on the convention smaller cons i'm not you know i'm not a huge cosplay person so smaller cons are much easier for they're not looking for the bigger names so sure. i get a lot more table invites for there um but with me living in houston dallas has a lot more cons and it's only three hours away but i work full-time so having to balance full-time job at weekends and coming to cons is hit and miss, so it's a matter of, yes, I can do that con, but I need to not do that one because of schedule. But then bigger cons, I'm like, okay, so if I'm not able to go as a guest, I'm still gonna go because I want that experience anyway. Sure. Or, there's my little Ivy. Or I might um, have to like, I work with the 501st, so a lot of times if I'm not guesting, I will go and I'll be working the booth at some point and things like that, so awesome. it's a lot of fun. Oh, very nice. So then, of course, uh, the last thing that we always want to ask uh, as you know, one of our big points for cosplayers, social media. Where social can our media. viewers find you? I am on Instagram as British Pixie Cosplay. I'm on Facebook as British Pixie Cosplay. And I think my Twitch is British Pixie. I think I did add a cosplay to that. I have a store envy from all my prints. That's also British Pixie dot store envy, something like that. Um, 
Yeah, everything's pretty much, if you search British Pixie, I will probably come up. I don't really know if there's a whole lot of those, but British Pixie cosplay on Instagram and Facebook is some of the best spots. Very, very nice. Uh, well, then if you are not already following her, you absolutely should and because... Victor needs his own Instagram, maybe. Because, come on, this is just cool. <laughs> so, until next time, this is Brad from Dallas Geek saying, see ya.